Welcome back, Tippy Tap 19. Our heads are just full of good, good emotion vibes. That sweet, sweet synth of Jan Hammer. Jan Hammer. That's a good German name right there. Mm, better believe mm. it. They make the best synth. Murray, this is probably the greatest Saturday recording we're ever doing. We're all excited. We got a big episode coming up this Wednesday. Mm, yeah. And of course, the Lions finally fired Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn. I, I'm over the moon. Do you with believe that. in miracles? We Well, they're gonna hire somebody worse, but yeah. Oh yeah, they are. They threw their pennies in the wishing well. Matt and Bob were their pennies and they threw both of them in the wishing well. So we'll see what we get. But at least it's better than these two idiots. Well, I know what you guys listening are gonna get. You're gonna get a great Miami Voice episode. Miami Voice. This is your you're a Miami Voice virgin, right, Griff? You never you I know you are because you refer to Sonny Crockett. We all know him as Sonny Crockett as James. Yes. I was like, I was looking at Chris Nelson. I was like, who the fuck is James? And I asked him. He's like, that's what it says in IMDb. And sure enough, IMDb, James Crockett. Who knew that was Sonny Crockett's fucking first name? I didn't. Like, I want to be upset at you because it's like, yeah, I go to IMDb because they don't always say their names constantly. That'd be annoying if they did. But... But it's it's I have done it in the past, and I have also just completely fucked up names in the past. So I get why yeah. you always call me. But you have to alert it. Like, Griff, did you fuck up this name? No, they yeah. just call him James. They didn't even put Sonny in IMDb. I know. It was Nowhere. a travesty. It's Sonny Crockett, Rico Tubbs. Yeah. So I heard Rico a lot, but I already had Tubbs in there, so I yeah, love it. They're, they're, they're usually referred to as Crockett and Tubbs. Okay, Crocky and Tubbs. Crockett, not Crocky. I like Crocky better. It's got a better he flow. Has a, he has a pet crocodile. He's got a pet crocodile. Yeah, mur- he keeps mur- it on his houseboat. This is a good... Uh, <laughs> lives on a houseboat? Lives on a boat, which Cro- technically makes it a houseboat. S- Sonny. Sonny does. Okay. He's kind of... Well, you know, it's like Rico's the more, like... Better dress, like he had son, that. He had that stud. He did, and yeah. Sonny's the more cool, chill kind of guy. You I know? wasn't getting that vibe off him at all. He well, no, was, this show, the, at least this episode, I don't know, would not pass the test of twenty by so twenty twenty. Oh, this this is an example of <laughs> terrible police work right here. Awful, like everything Terribly BLM bad. is protesting against happens in this well, movie. It's interesting that this. Episode was written by John Milius, who wrote Conan the Barbarian, Ooh. Red Dawn, oh. Patton, Apocalypse Now. Fuck. So, and he, and his his uh, pseudonym <laughs> was the, he bored? <laughs> well, no, 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 because he was like blackballed by the industry because he was like a super like right wing guy. And okay, you know, you know Hollywood super liberal, and there actually is a pretty good uh, documentary on him on Tubi. So, like, he was part of that whole thing, like, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, they were all, like, t- went to school, film school together, so they all knew each other. Oh, okay. And they all liked him, but he was one of these guys, he kind of reminds me of another army jacketed guy we know, where he had this larger-than-life persona that was like, you know, I love guns and I love all this shit. He actually enlisted in Vietnam and mm-hmm. got turned down because he had asthma. So he's one of those guys that, like, because he's never seen real combat He's like in love with like oh, he war and all it, that yeah. shit. Yeah, and he, okay. he's a genius at it. I mean, you watch one of his movies. I'm like, I want to fucking murder somebody <laughs> because he he knows how to like hit those. Like, I'm surprised he doesn't write speeches for fucking Republicans. He, mu- he knows yeah. how to hit those fucking beats. So you're like, fuck yeah, let's just burn this whole fucking country. I don't down. know. I, I mean, out of all those movies you've listed there, I think I've only seen Apocalypse Now, and that does not give me the feeling of going well. To war. His uh, his name. Because he didn't use his name on this, because I'm sure he was like uh, persona non grata. Yeah, 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 it's it's uh, like Kurtz from fucking Apocalypse Now, Marlon Brando's character. That was his that was his writing credit name for this movie. This Interesting. Episode. Okay. So yeah, so he uh, was kind of down and out, and that's why he was right. He wrote this episode. Interesting. I guess this, like you said, this would be how a conservative would write a cop because they need to be able to do anything at any well, time. Because we can't. These liberal pussies that write the laws. They, I mean, we need to, like, get these fuckers off the street, Griff. Yeah, we need to, uh, when we're putting them in, like, the cop cars and everything, just go ahead and bang their head on the roof Namby, of the car. Namby, like, fucking pet Yeah, them, you know, no need like, to be nice with them. No need to tell them the Miranda rights and all that. Just club them a couple times, give them a couple lumps. Bugs Bunny used to do it. He's, how right. many lumps do you want? Two? And they lump you on the head. There you go. You'd think it was a tea joke. No, it was a lump, lump on the head joke. So Murray. believe it or not, Griff. Yes. This show was considered like prestige TV. That's usually how low the bar was for TV at the time. Because I'm watching it now going, fucking shit. This is some like, 
this ain't that much better than A Team, and people acted like it was. And this is just a typical detective show. Like we yeah. saw them solve a case in this episode. That's their thing. They just go. They right. a case w- uh, pops up in the middle of the episode, and they go solve it and end a day. Yeah, it didn't age very well for me. I mean, the, obviously the fashions, which you know, All everybody the- they. People dressed like Sonny Crockett, like in mid '80s. That was fucking the white linen suits with the no socks. Yeah, I mean he was he popular. Was, he was rocking it. That that hair of his and everything. Oh, he had, I, it was funny because in the first couple seasons, he just had the part down the middle feather, and this is straight up mullet. He had a yeah. mullet. In this he had fucking. mullet. Yeah, this was going to MacGyver Town, which was on the other day, and it was fascinating because he had one crutch, and I I was looking at that crutch, and I was like, is this a Keith Vitale crutch? Is he about to fucking launch a spear out of it? American don't, don't flag spear? Don't kill move with Keith Vitale. We're having such a good time. We are having such a good time. And we're having a good time because one of our favorites. That's why we picked this episode. This is star-studded. I know. This is incredible. We don't just get our man Reb Brown. We get John Matuzak mm-hmm. and Sonny Landham, who everyone knows is the crazy Indian from Predator. Wow. That had that crazy that he, he was so creepy that the predator was creeped out by him. So remember, yes. he used his laugh to like fuck with you. Like, <laughs> 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 See, it creeped you out. It did. That's that's him. He's in it too. I like it. Was he the guy with the headband? Yes. Yeah, he was great. I love the motorcycle gang. I hate the fact that they call their bikes scooters and that they rode tiny little Japanese bikes. Come yeah, you're bikers. Let's ride Harley. Yes. There's nothing more just like they're trying to be these macho people, but they're <laughs> and they're scooters. <laughs> they're calling them scooters they're like Vespas. Are we ready to get yes. into this? So, start out. It's, it's, it's Miami Vice, so it's all about mood and, like, you know, lighting, it, setting. Penitentiary, three fog setting here, <laughs> yes, just rolling in. We don't know where we are. It's like a hobo village. It's yeah. like the wharfs. We and don't a, know. a big white bus just rumbles into this hobo village. <laughs> well, again, it's vacant. It's, There's this it, barrels on fire. Of course there is. And I, I'm guessing they're on a riverbank. It looks like a riverbank. Uh, they're, on, they're in Miami, so they're on the water. Yeah, based on what Bronx Warrior uh, uh, escaped from the Bronx has taught me this is where gangs meet up was you know right on the riverbank so that's what I'm guessing well this is like a prison bus I guess this is where when you get out of prison you they drop you off here at Hobo Town you're in Hobo Town now so I, that's where he told them to take them I didn't think they delivered you places but yeah, yeah I think they do I, I, I like I don't know, like a bus station or something I maybe don't know. <laughs> take your bus to another bus. <laughs> so we got our man John Matuzak. They're all got the fucking leather dusters on. Oh my god! We got Sonny Landum, and the, we got some geek. I don't know. This guy just stands out. He does. He's got these big aviators on, and you you can tell they're not even like the uh, the dark aviators. They're like lighter aviators, and it's like, come on, wear the dark aviator. It doesn't matter if it's at night and foggy. It's like you can. It's those kind of glasses that like get dark, and you go out and, and you go out into the oh, light. Oh, transitions! Yeah, it's transitions. <laughs> and so the bus stops and lets out the man himself, Reb. Who's playing the character named Reb? Yeah. Reb Gustafson, though. And he's all he's got the button down shirt because this is what of course the they want they want he's on parole so they want him to get a job so they give him the fucking nice white button down shirt and the slacks yeah and he's got him tucked in he's looking right. very fit very thin very proper here um, Murray before we go any further we we are mainly following our villains in the in this uh, episode so there's Reb who Reb. is Reb and then there's Matuzak who plays Laskow yeah. And then the th- um, Sonny is Toad. Toad, that was it. And then Charlie, Charlie. yeah, Charlie the geek. Geek. So as soon as Reb stop, stops, steps off, stops off the steps off the bus in that crisp, nice white shirt and blue jeans. Fucking last Very crisp. Stops. Keith Vitale would never wear this shirt. It was so crisp. Exactly. <laughs> Not a wrinkle to be seen. But Lascaux Scott said, "Um, you don't look like Scooter Trash. Scooter, there it is again. That's a direct quote. You don't look like Scooter Trash." And then Reb goes, "Oh, really?" And he goes, Ugh! "And his, his fucking shirt explodes off his body." It was amazing. I've seen this in anime. I've never seen it in a live action. It was fucking great. And I, if that wasn't great enough, you can tell that Charlie's kind of a geek because he's got layers on. Matuzak. Vest, no shirt, just hairy chest hanging out. Predator, uh, Toad, he's over there. I couldn't tell. I think he had some kind of war emblem on or something. I couldn't tell because the duster was a little more. Well, you were distracted by that studded headband he constantly It was. Wears. I loved it. I'd, I'd wear one it's today. Like a, a skinny headband with metal studs on it. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Reb, he 
musters. Or I don't know, maybe knitted, <laughs> made it, leather worked it in a prison or something. But he's got his leather vest I back. Lasco had one. He threw it to him. Okay. And he's not wearing a shirt with a vest, too. Great yeah. look. Oh, absolutely great look, and especially then, for Rev. And then Lasco notices the, the body, and he's like, looking good. You been eating well over there in prison? And then Reb. Th- I want to point out, this is a very subdued Reb. Yeah. I, oh, he's, yeah. He's showing another facet I didn't even know existed in Reb Brown. This is a, a mature actor honing his craft before your eyes. Oh, yeah. He is uh, – I will f- come across this later on in the episode, but he has basically found uh, philosophy in prison. And so now he's thinking in 5G chess. Like right. he is no longer like of this emotional es- essence, a vessel. He is like completely 5D. Here's what we do. So he just lays it out to less. He's like, the strong always eat well. Just (laughs) monotone, dead eyed. And then he just gets right into the VIG. He's like, do we got a trace on the wire? The wire? (laughs) What are we talking about? Right. He's like, no, there's a funeral tomorrow, though. We're going to go check that out. And that's all. That's all. We're we're as as confused as anybody else. Yeah. And then he's like, where's where's my scoot? Where's my scoot? And I couldn't believe Lasko said this. He's like, you're going to ride bitch with fucking Charlie. It's like they don't know anything about motorcycle they, culture. The reason Charlie's involved, because I guess he was doing the background work on this wire situation. Okay. So. He he was probably working the computers. Right. He's probably. probably getting all the core dumps. Probably you works know? right next to Franklin. He probably does. He's like, you're not going to believe it. I'm hanging out with my biker buddies later today. <laughs> he would be a LARPer, you know, a right. motorcycle LARPer. But yeah, they Mas, Lasko tells him. Oh, yeah, you're going to ride up with uh, Charlie over there. And Reb chuckles a little bit. And he's like, hey, do you got my piece still? And they toss him this huge fucking Desert Eagle handgun. And he's like, I, and he's like, yeah, this is fucking it. It shoots, which, by the way, like an eagle screech, not very impressive. This gun, this huge gun, it was just like, pew. And Reb is just like, all right, got myself a new scooter. Just out of prison, murders a guy. Yeah. <laughs> And they're, I mean, Toad and Lasko, they've seen this before. They're like, Lasko's like, oh, man, he was all right. Yeah, Charlie was He paid cool. for the beer all the time. Dude, you would have liked Charlie. You guys would have got along. Like, you're the only two people I know that fucking make meatloaf, like, you know, like you do. You know, with the breadcrumbs, barbecue sauce. So, Reb's not having it. They just take off. Cut to that amazing opening of Miami Vice. Mm. Now we open up on a funeral. We got Tubbs and, and Crockett. They're they're watching. They've got a lot of undercover cops. They're taking photographs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For for the uninitiated, me, so <laughs> confused because we're just cutting over to these characters that I'm guessing like they they have to be affiliated with the main core, yeah. uh, detective group. Like I've seen enough TV shows to know that was what's happening, but it's still confusing. But they're taking all these pictures, and we're getting close ups of like this guy and that girl and this woman and that guy again. And Tubbs and Sonny are walking out. Apparently, they attended the funeral. Apparently, apparently everybody attended this. They have the, the cream of the crop of Miami scum attended this funeral. Yeah. And we get a little exposition, and we learn that Sonny was undercover. Interesting. At, and he was working this guy. He was undercover as a drug dealer, working this guy called The Wire, who supplies a third of the cocaine from Miami. That's so a, a shit ton of cocaine. He's a big, that's good shit. Yeah. Oh, boy. And <laughs> this is their So Sonny killed the guy. Yeah, and his explanation was, "Hey, I didn't want to blow my cover and have to get a desk job, so yeah. I had to kill him." And like Tubbs, like justifiable. Yeah, Tubbs was just like, <laughs> "Hey, I saw that those streets were." He's he. I, I doubt Tubbs was even there, but he's just building up the story too because you got to protect cops, right, man? Thin blue line, thin blue line. So Tubbs was just like, "Hey, I saw and there was a crowd forming, and the way you opened up fire, you know, you only hit one other person. It was perfect. You right. were in your right, right. You stood your ground." And he's like, yeah, I don't, you know, he's like, you know me, I don't do paperwork. And then they just hop into his fucking, at the time, it'd be like yeah. a hundred grand car. He's a vice cop, and he's like got a fucking Lamborghini or some shit. I think you said it, but it was just like, I can't be demoted to desk work. <laughs> right. We know how offensive that would be for a right. guy like me. It belongs on the streets. Yeah, I'm not a geek like Franklin. So he killed uh, Eduardo the Wire, because Every time you see the wire, all he talks about how great the wire is. And yeah. It gets annoying. It's like, it's, all right, I hear it's good. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. It's like, no, you got to see it. So Eduardo, the wire Constantine. That's that his. explains why in a minute we learned that 
Eduardo and Reb were like the only friends they had because Reb's into that top-notch philosophical shit. He's into prestige TV, yeah. That's it. So they bonded over that in prison. But we see Reb and the boys, they're also taking pictures. And they took a picture of a woman. And we're like, hmm, wonder what's going on with that. But then we just cut to back to the, chief, the, the HQ, police yep, HQ. Police HQ. Chief there, played by Edward James Olmos, got those scars on his face from eating pineapple. And he's <laughs> like, I'm worried about a gang war. This guy was the supplier. And there's going to be a, there's a vacuum now, a power vacuum. And they got all these, they're looking at all the pictures they took. They're and, identifying, they're seeing like drug dealer, drug dealer, drug right. dealer, drug dealer. And, and then, Sonny sees a broad and he's like, hmm, I like that. I'll, I want to look into that. Yeah. And they're like, what, who, what's her story? Like, we don't know. She just jumped in this limo and took off. Well, did you get the number on the limo? Uh, of course. Do you think I'm autistic or something? It's like, yeah, that's probably why you got the number and the license plate. And, like, you knew how tall she was. And it's like, yeah, I wrote it all here on an index card. Here you go. In my brain, he points to his head. Mm. Sonny just said he does new paperwork, okay? <laughs> so he, he's like, well, check out that limo thing. Cut to Reb. Total stone face. He's watching a this video. Is this is great. This is so good. I love this scene. I love this scene. Eduardo, he made he was smart enough because he knew he lives a dangerous life. So yeah. he made a video will mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, man, can you believe they got me? <laughs> me, the wire. <laughs> I fucking love this. Oh my god. And he's like, bro, you gotta avenge me and you gotta get make sure my sister gets all my shit. Reb gets my CD. Don't rifle through him, Reb. I know you, Reb. And he like points to the fucking camera. Don't leave me in the alley like bubbles. Come on, you got to <laughs> do me right here. And Reb's just like he's staring off. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, like I, I said, a very subdued Reb. I bequeath onto you all of my sis. Uh, like I bequeath onto my sister all of my worldly possessions, and you make sure she gets them. All right, and, you know, you know they made a they made a wire promise, pinky promise, and he's like, he's got to do it. I love you, Reb, over and out, and that tear slight because he's acting the fuck out of this world. And Reb, he's just thinking about Disneyland, of course he is, and and the genie and the cotton candy trees. <laughs> Cut to, I couldn't believe you didn't even put this. This was so the worst American Ninja level. American Ninja 2 level, stunt double, looking you right in the camera scene. <laughs> we see the gang riding motorcycles, and they're all stunt doubles. And they're so obviously stunt doubles. I All I noticed were the vests. Like, I was just like, okay. I guess got- that's what they were hoping for. Yeah. I didn't. I yeah. was like, who the fuck are these guys? You're too worried about it. You were probably watching this. They're looking right at the camera. If they were just like in the background, I go, okay, I believe that. They were far enough away. No, they weren't. They drove right to the fucking camera. And they drive right past Sonny. Right past that, this new, this limo place, limo rental center. Oh, okay. I like that transition. We got one of those uh, last week too. All right, so we got our vice boys. They're visiting uh, the limo a, a renter. What what is the name of this? Yeah. It's, it's a rental yeah. place, a limo rental place. Yeah. And the renter, of course, is into some shady shit too. You can right. tell because he's got a coke pinky, a right. coke nail, and he's got he's got sunglasses on, and you know he's got a gray suit on, and they're just like, "You're gonna go ahead and give us those names." And he's like, I mean, don't you have to get a warrant or something? They're like, nope, we got a lot of shit on you, so you can just go ahead and start giving us names, or, you know, we'll just take you downtown. Like, I hate you, Sonny, because he's scoffing at him, like, oh, you want me to do my job? How about I do my job all over your face? Like, I'm expecting him to start shoving his head in a door or something. They get results, okay? They get shit done. Well, what do they get out of him, then? They get Eduardo's sister's address is what they get out of him. Because they're like, who was that broad that was in that limo? Okay. And he's like, okay, because he's like, we hear you're on parole, but we'd hate to fucking have to run you back in. And Motherfuckers. Everybody's on parole in Miami. So, meanwhile, Reb, who just cruised by them, uh, the stunt doubles, of course. <laughs> yeah, Reb did. was actually already he there. He didn't. The stunt doubles did. Yeah. yeah. But they're actually already at, we learn uh, the sister's name is Victoria. Yes. They're already at Victoria's place, and they're just politely knocking on the door. He steps in. He's like, Hello. This is very nice rap. This is very cordial rap. I think he even took his duster off. <laughs> he did. Yeah. You come into a lady's uh, boudoir, Exa- take off your duster. Exactly. She's got this beautiful art studio. It's with hot as shit in Miami, wearing all leather. Because they had leather pants on. Yeah. Fucking leather shirt, leather underwear, <laughs> leather socks. We do see the leather underwear in the hot tub scene <laughs> yeah. in a minute here. So, 
But uh, yeah, sister wants nothing to do with it. She's yeah. like, I loved my brother, but I want nothing yeah. to the do brother with The brother you knew, I have no idea who yeah. he is. I just know the brother I knew, and he was a great person, and that's the memories I want to have. So I want you out of my life. So this is where it gets a little sh- uh, uh, kind of confusing for me, because then they just, he's like, okay. He's not uh-huh. disturbed at all. He's like, I'll be back. I'm going to give you the things because your brother told me to, and I made a pinky fucking promise. <laughs> right. Did pinky promise not, mean nothing to you? You don't break a pinky promise. So we see them in an elevator, and uh, Toad is, like, loading up a crossbow. <laughs> Matuzak <laughs> pulls out some flowers like a magician and just <laughs> out of his sleeve. sleeve right? yeah. yeah. And he's, like, knocking on the door. Red's behind him, <laughs> so the door, when it opens, can't see him. And he's whispering, like, hey, tell him the pizza's here. Like, little jokes, you know. And he's like, fun. but I got a bouquet. Trust me. Pizza. <laughs> and the guy, he's like, I'm going like, I'll go with it. Pizza, man. And the guy just immediately opens his door. He should be a little more, like, when he hears pizza, he just opens the door. Yeah, yeah. Reb knows. Got to answer for pizza. You don't use your peephole, either. Because he could have saw the bouquet if he and, opened the pizza. And then Lasco just steps away. Sunny and Toad in the background. Well, yeah, the guard is just like, what is this, some kind of joke? <laughs> and Matuzak, just right on the beat, he's an improv master, goes, it is pretty good, isn't it? It turns his shoulder, like, it is pretty good. He turns his jo- shoulder like he's a, a door hinging, and then the fucking crossbow just launched. We got plenty of crossbow action coming <laughs> yes. up today. We don't get the first person view crossbow action like we do later, but, oh, man, this was good shit. So we learn that this is a guy named Salazar, one of the drug dealers that got his, his shit from The Wire, oh, Eduardo. Yeah. And so because what happens is we know that there were seven guys that got their shit from Eduardo, and he doesn't know who did it. So he's going to kill all seven of them. Yeah. One of them, Sonny. One of them. And so, yeah, the first one is Salazar. God, this is like a video game. That's how they always build. Like Legend of Zelda, they always build up. You got to go get the seven drug dealers to get the power stones from them. And this is Miami, so, of course, they're in a hot tub with some babes. Yeah, he's got a rooftop apartment. Salazar's in the Speedo. And then Reb just goes, bitches, leave. Yeah, they mm. want gold cougarans from cougarans. this guy. What the fuck? I've, I've heard of cougarans. What the fuck is it? Sh- it's it's uh, South African money. Okay. Hey, we got a South you African actor in Hard Target. Because I, uh, there was a question on uh, Jeopardy this week. Was it? <laughs> yes. Oh, and I you... also remember, you don't, you were too young for this, but our corrupt mayor, Coleman Young, was involved with a cougaran scheme no in the 80s. No fucking way. Yes. Wait, Coleman Young? So how many corrupt mayors has Detroit had? All of them. <laughs> my god and so yeah he's like where's my cougarans he's like i don't know what you're talking about well maybe uh this will help you and he puts his head under the water oh of course and he's still trying to figure out because he i mean red will happily kill all seven people but he also wants to be able to jump the line and get to the guy who gave him away right so he's asking about that but the guys don't want to say it so we get this nice shot as uh they're like well if you ain't gonna talk why don't you try breathing underwater? They hold his head down. The camera just starts uh, pulling up ahead. The bitch has never left, by the way. Well, he gives up the cougarans. He's like, they're in the wet bar. Yeah. And then so uh, Toad, he finds, they're here. That's yeah. He talks like that. And so the camera just, like a helicopter, just pulls it straight up. We, I, like I was saying, we saw that the bitches, they never left. They didn't make a single noise, well, by the way. They just went to the other side of the hot tub? They just went to the other It others? was a huge hot tub. It was huge. <laughs> they went to the other side of the hot tub, and they just watched quietly. <laughs> Well, shit, what are you going to do? Three huge motherfuckers come in and kill somebody in front of you. Yeah, like no screen, nothing. So as the uh, camera pulled away, it just kind of comes back down. But now a whole new cast is here. It's the police. Yeah, the chief and uh, Crockett and Tubbs. And chief's like, hey, check out this Victoria woman if you can. Yeah. So like, all right, we'll do that. So the, we cup tech to... Uh, I don't even know why they needed to do that scene because it was like they were already going to check on her. <laughs> I I, uh, it's just that they know what's happening. They know that, like, Red's yeah. killing off the dealers. I think they wanted to remind you because they probably went to a commercial break when probably. the camera was going up, and so they wanted to remind you, oh, yeah, they're going to... It's a 45-minute episode. There you go. You figured it out. So we cut to uh, the crew, crew killing another guy. Yeah. They're just... Leaving this house, there's gunshots, again, with that weak little pistol, pew, 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 and then Reb comes out, and there's, like, they got a nice little tree in a pot, you know, a, a big pot, 
And he just fucking kicks it. I was like, my God, he Reb. Didn't care. He's chewing up the scenery, man. He is henching like a motherfucker. He's being a he's straight chewing up. chewing the scenery yet without even acting. That's how great Reb has gotten yeah. at this point. He has fully engulfed himself in a scooter man. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you call him, scooter man. Oh, my God. So they're back at the clubhouse. They're, they celebrated. Charlie apparently left some beer money in his pocket or something, so they stole that off him. They got some beer well, and pizzas. They got some Cougar yeah. Well, I don't think you could take them to the fucking little, <laughs> you know, pizza hut on the way home. Yeah, you, I don't know. This Miami get, may be different. Get some of that stuffed crust and some, some brewskis. And Lasko, he's, you know, just asking for all those prison stories. Then he's like, you know what I really want to know about, Reb? Nietzsche. You explain it to me, <laughs> and Reb's like, "You're a fucking retard. You 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 don't even you're not on the level enough to know Nietzsche." Yeah, me and the Wire, we talked about Nietzsche when we weren't talking about the Wire. All we talked about was Nietzsche. All we did, and uh, all you need to know that which does not kill you, fill in the blanks. There we go. This is all a part of my mission, and my mission is almost done. He's like on a fucking jihad. Yeah. He's not he's a one man force. Yeah, we're about to learn that cuz he actually straight up says that, but it's a little later on. So Vice they show up at Victoria. She's not talking to them either. She's like, "Look, fucking talk to the hand." Yeah. I don't I don't know. No, I don't me I know I know nothing. She's fucking Schultz from Hogan's Heroes all of a sudden. I know nothing about my <laughs> brother. And they're like, oh, shit, we're fucked. What are we going to do? We're out of leads. Again, I like this because I like set up of villains. I love that. We didn't get that in No Retreat, No Surrender 3. We're getting a lot of that in this one. So we cut away from the Vice guys. Again, we've probably got one and a half minutes of our Vice guys, our main characters in this episode. And we go to a new character. This guy, Izzy, who's like that old crooner with the ridiculous suit and the uh, fruffly. uh, You know he's a rat. Oh, yeah. He's got that thin comb over, big old sweaty all the time. Blue blockers, I think they're called. And he's at some like outdoor auditorium type yeah. thing. And he's just singing his heart out to a, a non responsive crowd. He was like mumbling words in Spanish. And then he's going up and he's working the crowd who don't give a shit. It's a little old lady knitting. He's like, hey, where are you from? She's not saying anything. He's like, oh, Boca Raton, huh? Fucked abroad in Boca Raton. <laughs> Look kind of like you. She's no selling at all. And just as we're about to sh- want to shoot them ourselves, the boys roll in. Oh, you hear that hum of the scooters. And <laughs> Izzy starts shaking a little bit, and then he heads Coach, for cover. Like, There's some place I can plug this in. <laughs> this is an electric one. <laughs> and those are dangerous, Griff. Simon Cowell broke his back on one of those electric bikes. He might be a fucking Patrick paraplegic the rest of his life. What does that mean? What, how do, electric bikes? What is? Uh, yeah, how are they dangerous? I don't know, but I'm not even joking. <laughs> Simon Cowell broke his back on one of those. It might be a fucking cripple the whole life. Can you imagine? That's like, that's what happened. What happened? It was like when I fucking broke my finger, like jamming it, cleaning my car out. Like, oh, it, yeah. you know, it's like some lame story, you know? <laughs> Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> so Reb just fucking bull rushes him with these pictures. And he's like, who are these people? Yeah. And he's like, that's Pena. That's Lopez. Very, very racist. He just mentioned Hispanic people. Yeah. Come on. Black and white people sell drugs, too. And then he pulls that picture of Crockett and Tubbs. Ooh. And for some reason, they must have some history. I don't know. Maybe this is a recurring character. I don't it know. Might be. I, it has to be. It has to and be. And he's like, yeah, that's uh, Docket and Flubs. Ooh. <laughs> Docket and Flubs. And he's thinking on the, you know, on the spot here. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And he's like, hmm, okay. For shoves them away, and they, they, they leave on their little scooters. I'm wondering if it actually worked. But we go over to our voice boys again. And uh, so they're, they know about the drug dealers, well, they too. Get a, they get a call from a hotel. And oh, like, they get a call. And they're like, we just heard screaming in this fucking room. Can you guys check this out? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I did not catch this. this yeah. Again, yeah, it was like the bellboy or something. You got to like... watch this in crisp, perfect, on demand. <laughs> yeah. I try to watch it on NBC's uh, 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 streaming thing. It is so shitty. It yeah. broke every commercial break yeah, they yeah. had. So I missed a lot of out of the commercial okay. break stuff. So it was just, yeah. So they're like... We just heard screaming. We called the cops. You're here. Check it out. Okay. Okay. So this is where we get into some more of this questionable police work. Because this well, I got a question for the, the questionable decor of this fucking apartment. Okay. All right. So they get to this apartment. Tacky as fuck. It's a fucking macaw painting on the wall. They're in street clothes. 
Oh, yeah, of course. They're undercover. They're vice cops. They know knock. Of course. Well, they, they, no, they got probable cause because they say, oh, we heard screaming. So they can go in. This is bullshit. You do but not yeah. need a fucking warrant if you hear screaming. But they don't hear screaming. But they, someone heard screaming that told them. Okay, so even if you I'm not hear, saying this will hold up even in court, if you ho- hear, well, it will because of uh, questionable deniability or whatever they call it. I forget what the police always get away with. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it's called. So they uh, pick the door with the credit card, of course, just slide it right on there, and then they pull the guns out, and then they uh, they're slowly creeping around. And then Murray, you need to point this out because you are so fucking worked up over this <laughs> thing. It makes no sense. <laughs> There's a fucking carved out of wood statue of 1980 Surgeon General C. Everett Coop. I was like, what is going on? I'm going to fucking put that up on our Twitter. Sure. You can explain it to me, people. Clearly, they don't have enough time to give every drug dealer a backstory. <laughs> so this really is Surgeon General. Yeah, that's his thing. All I know is C. Everett Coop was our Surgeon General. We'd all be wearing masks. He was a great Surgeon General. Was he? I, don't, I just remember his goofy beard. <laughs> he had an Amish beard. Clearly, you remember it because you saw that and you yes, immediately. Because first, me. well, yeah, I remember. <laughs> and they, they, he doesn't. He passes right by. I guess that's normal. Like everybody, maybe I don't remember that was a thing. See every coop statues. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe don't it's know. a Miami thing. Maybe they walk right by it. I would have been like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, first, like, why didn't someone steal this? But and then they just see a body wrapped in a blanket, tied to a pillar, blood <laughs> everywhere, and they're like. We better check his pulse because yeah. that's what you always get. And do. they're like, "Yep, you see the auto rock asphyxiation gets them again." They just, you know, <sighs> so defeated. They head back to the office, and again, they're just they're kind of going over it. There's like this uh, Swayzak guy or what? I forget what the. There was another detective. Yeah, he was like a comic relief character. I don't remember. His he name. reminds me of Grossman. He's just kind of a tubby that's, guy. That's basically what his character yeah. was. He had a partner to that was like that too. Yeah, and they're so so. What they're trying to do now is like, what is a common thread between all these? Like, there's got to be something that ties all these people together. It'll give us a lead. And someone pipes up, and they're like, "Um, I think the violators uh, all pulled muscle for them. All three, vi- all four. No, they violators. were they were muscle for the for Eduardo. Oh, just Eduardo. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you know, there's a connection to Eduardo. The violators, yes, which is the gang Reb's a part of. Okay. And, then, and uh, they're like, wasn't the guy Cragen? Wasn't he a part of the Violators? Uh, yeah. Let's go check out where Cragen's at. Cragen's a pretty good biker name. I, I imagine he or got- Or uh, Highlander, because it sounds kind of like- That's uh, true. Sounds like the villain from Highlander. I, I think that Kurgan, he, I think, was the- Kurgan, yeah. Yeah. I think he got out of the Violators because he's like, I'm not going to ride a scooter anymore, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grown man. I'm going to ride a motorcycle. Oh, okay. So they go to the biker bar. We know it's a biker bar because we got some George Thurgood playing. Bad to the bone. They couldn't, they couldn't quite dress us up to be a motorcycle bar, no, though. It was, no, it was not. It was like, still like a Miami bar. Right. You had the gla- like the big square plate glass. You had glass. Harley Davidson mirror on the wall. That's basically it. But then it had the pink. Coop and biker gear statue. It had like that pink and teal neons yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And everyone was drinking drinks with uh, umbrellas. In it, even Cragen, and here's where we get questionable police. You know, a little three bit. and four. Well, he deserved it. He's a biker, sure, Murray. So yeah, so fucking Sonny. Sonny comes in and starts blowing in his ear. It's like doing everything irritating. Like, yeah, and he's like, "I'm drinking here. Your butt looks cute in those jeans, because you know that all uh, bikers are homophobes." So he's... and then Cragen goes, "Why don't you just jump in a lake?" He just Oh, my God. And that just sets Sonny off. Sonny just jacks him See, up. that's a really good joke in Florida because they've got oceans, but See. they don't really have legs. So he's saying, go very far Sonny away Sonny grabs him. him by his lapels, drags him across the bar, spills all the fucking umbrellas are everywhere. Yeah. All the other bikers in the bar are like, hey, you're fucking with our man, Cragen. Tubbs pulls out <laughs> a double-barrel action super <laughs> shotgun from fucking Doom 64. <laughs> from his baggy pants. He's from his baggy pants. Leg. <laughs> And you just see the shimmer of his stud, and he's like, I don't think you guys should move. God, what is this? And then Sonny just slaps the shit out of Greg, and, and, and like, he's slamming his head into the fucking wall. Oh, my God. He got, he got his head up against the door, dartboard. I thought Tubbs was going to start taking fucking target practice on him. And then he just he's like, he gives up. He's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't he remember. Was what, was about to be what deeds did he give up? I don't even remember. 
Oh my god! I, I noticed this today when I was watching it. He was he, he. I think he gave up more stuff about the violators. Like they have yeah, this they cool go over warehouse. They, you know, they. Okay. Eduardo wasn't that cool. And there's this other guy who's having a birthday party down at the wharf later. Not wharf, but on the river. Well, wh- well, like well they, I think side. they have. Because they have the pictures of all the drug dealers. Yeah. Why would the drug dealers show up to his, his funeral? Who gives a fuck? Like, Who I don't, gives a shit? But, uh, yeah, so they have a list. And they're, and they're, I think they're at now we're at, like, at four people who have been killed on the list. Yeah, I, I, I forget exactly what they got out of them. But it, I didn't play that much because they know where they're going next. So there's a birthday party. And uh, our boys, they're like on the other side of the river or some shit. I don't know. Like they show yeah. up at a park. Yeah, and we're, these, wa- we're watching people the... having a picnic, a KFC picnic. Oh, beautiful! They're convertible. Picnic. Yeah. And uh, uh, Toad's like, "Why don't you take a hike? Like picnickers." And the dude is like pussing out. He's like, "All right, I think we should leave, honey." And she's like, "Do you see how beautiful of a day it is?" I've got yeah. chicken grease all over my hands, and I was going to rub one out. loudmouth broad, like trying oh. to get her boyfriend killed. He's like, yeah. shut up. They're going to kill us. I don't give a shit. <laughs> we were here first. And then Sonny just dumps the fucking KFC bucket on her head. He goes, beat it, bitch. And they just fucking haul ass out of there. And then Reb is already, like, sitting on a picnic bench. He's loading up his gun while enjoying <laughs> some nice macaroni salad. He's putting a sniper salad. together. Yeah, he's, he's like, putting a sniper rifle together. And all throughout this, we, we forgot to mention it, but who cares? This is a good time to mention it. They're playing some interesting music because apparently they did a lot of, like, good pop music. Yeah. Like popular music, so they're doing a cover of uh, a Talking Heads song, "Heaven," and it was just, it was just great. And so, so it's like somber, and he's just loading up. Well, this everything song. Reb does is somber. He doesn't enjoy this. It's just Again, he's on a mission. Five D. He's not he's not driving this this fucking car. <laughs> he's just going along with the flow. And so, yeah, he loads up that sniper rifle. We cut back over the party. The guy's getting ready to cut Birthday the party, and they're singing, he's a jolly good fellow. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he couldn't get the rights to that. He couldn't afford the rights to birthday song. That shit's expensive. But they could get the rights to all these, like, huge hits. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and it's just like we see this fucking from our, the POV of the fucking scope, and then oh, right in the falls right into the cake. So then, just like our hot dog And did you party, notice everyone just kind of meanders away? Like Everyone just kind of slowly walks away. Like, no I mean, one, diving for cover. No one cares about anything <laughs> in these movies. Again, the girls in the hot tubs, they just were like, okay. So apparently, all these drug dealers are just feeding people drugs to make them super, super uh-huh. somber. Or, or they just seen enough death where they don't give a shit anymore. So, so we cut to the voice, guys. Once another nice fucking split cut where we're like, we're there with the boys, and then we're here later with the cleanup. Yep, and they're doing the math here. See, they're playing they're playing the game right because they were like, you know what, Sonny or uh, Reb is doing us a favor now. They give him Reb's name. That's what he okay. does. They give him Reb's name. Okay. That's what uh, Krogan did. <laughs> but they're like, okay, well, he took out four of the drug dealers, so now we only have three left. Guys, this is easy peasy. Yeah, they but, they just fucked themselves because now we can just cover all three of the guys. Right, that's what Rico says. And then Crack is like, I'm one of them, motherfucker. So I'm a little nervous here, okay? Oh, yeah, that's right, because he was on the cover. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. And he's the one who killed fucking the... Eduardo, the oh, yeah. my God. I I didn't even put this shit together. So he's like, who's going to watch my ass? And he's like, easy, friend, like... Rico always cool. He's like, we got it covered. Don't worry about it. I'll take the one guy, Seawick, where fucking name is. We'll take the other guy. You just hide out. You just hide. And so I I like this because then they're like, we need we need to talk to somebody who can really get into Reb's brain. We got to go see a psychologist. And I have to imagine this is a reoccurring character too. I don't know. So just just gnarly looking doctor looks like Doctor Wiley out of fucking Mega Man series. <laughs> he looks like the doctor that Trump has. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. And it's like Reb is a perfect specimen. And of course he's smoking cigarette uh, after cigarette. Well, it's the eighties. Oh. You can do that. And he's like, yeah, Reb psychopath, complete psycho. Oh my god! Which he's not a psychopath. But no. Why would he care about uh, the wire at all? This is um. This is Reb's character from that fucking uh, that uh, Steve James movie we did. Uh, Street Hunter? Street Hunter. He was the same character. <laughs> super philosophical. Z- like nothing behind the eyes. Just murdered because he could. That. Oh my God, Murray. So he's just like, this guy's straight up psychopath. Watch your ass with this guy. And they're like, do you have any like 
patterns he does. He's just like, I don't well, fucking he kills, know. He kills people. You <laughs> got the list. Come on, dog. <laughs> what you, why are you here? You're wasting the audience's time. We just want to hammer home that Reb is psychotic. I know. I guess. He'll do anything. Another scene just to give uh, uh, Sonny. This is probably it. Sonny and Tubbs needed more scenes, so they were just like. Well, yeah, no, so and they also in. needed uh, excuse to when we he's murdered. You know, well, he's oh. crazy. He deserves, he, he's like a rabid dog. We got to put point. him out of his That's misery. a good point. I mean, we've seen Reb murder multiple people. So <laughs> right. that's, but they're all drug dealers. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm saying. But that. that <laughs> Despite them not knowing that the cops and us, we know. Are, we know. So we cut back to the, the clubhouse of the violators. And Lasko and Toad are having a great old time. They, they probably got the girls from the hot tub. That might have been it. Yes. That makes sense. And they're having, they got the pizza and they got, got the beer. Have you guys ever had stuffed crust pizza? <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> Eat and it and backwards. Like, hey, Reb, you want to ride on this yeah. scooter? Yeah, You're Reb probably- walks in and he's already scowling. Yeah, and he's just like. I don't swim in dirty water. And girl goes, hey! Fuck it. He makes a motion to slap her. Hey, whatever you say. And then he just fucking walks out. He's like, I'm not fucking with this shit. Guys, I need you limbered up. Do you know boxers don't fuck before a match because it makes their legs wobbly? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. We need a ride at 11. Walk! Good thing we got them scooters in. And then, <laughs> so, vice guys, they know where Rab is. Well, they got we got okay. So we got Rico. He's guarded. He's he's taking out one house, yes. drug dealer house. Stu Stu. I forget. Switek. Switek. He's doing another one, and everything's good. And Sonny's hiding out, so there's no big no problems. Yeah, no problems here. And then, sure enough, it's strike at the strike of eleven. Strike. Of 11. <laughs> I I think uh, Rico's talking to Sonny. He's like, he's like, bitch, just chill out. I got it covered. There's no great for great stakeout. Fucking the guys walk out of the house. It explodes. <laughs> like you didn't see any of this shit. He's literally right in front of the house. And he's just like, oh, shit. I, I, I got to get off right now. Something yeah. shit's happening. And uh, it turns out that like Reb and the crew are walking up. I, I don't remember how this whole gunfire happens. Well, they're walking out of the house exploding. That They just, oh, they just killed the drug right. dealer. Yeah, they just killed it. Tubbs did not pay close no, enough attention. He's too busy right. on his phone call. Right. And then Tubbs like, oh, shit, I guess I got to kill somebody. And he, start, he starts unloading on Reb. Yeah, he does tell them to freeze first. But, yes. th- yeah. He Reb says sh- freeze five five milliseconds later. It starts opening fire. Yeah. So Reb takes a couple shots, and then you, you right finally hear chest. a rebel yell. Ah! And he fires off three rounds with that tiny little gun of his <laughs> pew, 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 pew. And I guess... One grazes fucking Tubbs head. I don't know. And then uh, we see he opens up the duster and he's got a bulletproof vest on. Not the not the tiny kind that Lauren Avedon had on. Yeah, that shirt. Yeah, pulls the bullets out, throws them at Tubbs. Is like this is yours here. Oh my goodness! Commercial break. Come back. Sonny's checking on Tubbs in the hospital. It's it's a dire scene. We don't know if Tubbs is going to make it. Well, he's just like, he's having a serious craze of PTRD, post-traumatic Reb disorder, because <laughs> he's like, killer, monster, can't be stopped. You know, he's like out of it, and Sonny's like, oh, shit, you know, what the fuck did I get into? Right. So he leaves. He's like, hey, make sure this guy gets everything he needs. Everything. I want president-level care for him. So he calls up the chief. The chief is like, get the fuck off the streets. You're the last guy on the list, Sonny. And he's just like, no, I'm going to use myself as bait. We have to get this guy off the street. He's a psychopath, according to the psychologist. I want him out in the open. I don't want to wake up dead or something, you know? And he's like, I can't say no to you, Sonny. Do it. Do whatever you need. Do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. So, Switek has been has been uh, staking out Victoria's place, and he's reading a book. He's reading a magic book. He's working on his magic. Yes. And once again, no idea that he, well, he actually does notice the boys, the gang showing up, and they go into Victoria's house, and they drop off the cougarans. He's like, "Look, your your brother want. I know you don't want nothing to do with me, but your brother wanted you to have this, and I'm on a mission from God." Here. <laughs> All right. He's, he's got a duffel bag full of cougarans. And she's just like, she. then she sees this gold. She's like, well, maybe I do want to be in fucking Eduardo's life. Yeah. So he's not a. So not he's like cheap. a man of honor. He leaves. He isn't raper or anything like that. Yeah, no, nothing crazy. He does like tell her, like, very menacingly. I thought, uh, like, yeah, I'll be back again. But. Or maybe he just said, my debt maybe with he you was, was settled. Maybe he was channeling Schwarzenegger's Terminator when he said, I'll be back. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he just left. 
I don't remember because again, leave. his goal was just to do that. Yeah. So I think I don't think he had any malice. He was just like, "Here you go, we're yeah. done." Yeah, he had nothing of a problem with it. So Swiatek actually no, unlike Sirico, he actually noticed after the fact as well. I, I might add, when they're leaving, he notices. He's like, "Call," and he calls it in. You never see like Crockett would never call it in. Oh yeah, absolutely. Swiatek's like, "Look, I'm going to tail these guys, and we're going to catch them." And he actually go follows them. They drive all night long. And then the next morning, they arrive at their hideout. So apparently, Victoria lives very far away. They're or, out in the Everglades, I think. Okay. And so they they uh, arrive at the place. They are down like this crazy, long, heavily tree-wooded area. Yeah, the Everglades, yeah. And yet, they don't notice the van like approaching them. Like It's not <laughs> obvious because it's just like a one-lane road, that driveway. But yeah, he stops there, somehow gets cell phone signal out in the middle of the Everglades, calls it in. Hey, here's the location. He has no, he has a satellite information or something. <laughs> well, he just has the fucking streets in it. This, we, 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 had, we had maps back then, Griff. So like, he's like, Dude, they were like deep Corner in the Everglades. Of, uh, you know, Eduardo Boulevard. And so Toad, he's just like, he, he didn't make, he didn't have anything to do with it, Wardles. He's ready to move on. He's like, hey, man, where are we going to finish this up? Yeah. I, well, how much killing we got left? I want to get back to partying with bitches. And, like, fucking Rev, he's lying on the couch, just staring at the ceiling. He's just like, two more. Then we go to Valhalla. And he's like, I always wanted to go Valhalla. I always want to go to Europe. That's Europe, right? <laughs> Rev. The show, and then uh, Rev just rolls his eyes. He's like, oh, these idiots. So, immediately... SWAT arrives two minutes flat, right? And they surround the whole place. And it was they, they had a weird like it obviously was just built for this like scene, this clubhouse because yeah. there's like lightning bolts on in the, the siding. Yeah, and, yeah that that was interesting. There's some weird look. like paint jobs, some black paint, and we immediately get Toad open the door and he's waving a white flag. Give up, y'all! It's just a fucking decoy. Just a ruse. Yep. It was a dumb roost because then they immediately start opening fire. Like what that that was just they put down their guard for one second and that was enough. Well, what they did was they gave time for Lasco to go get position. He launches a grenade and blows up their paddy wagon. <laughs> Does just do fucking just explodes, and so they're all panicked and moving around. He's just ca- trying to cause chaos. That was that was the mission there. So they're like Reb's this nonstop rebel yelling now. He saved the best for last. He's like, ah! <gasps> Dakota! <laughs> and fucking Toad and Lasco get blown away. They both get killed. Oh, yeah. It's just a pointless gunfight and everything. And then finally, Reb realizes what he needs to do. And apparently, he keeps a motorcycle inside for just these purposes. <laughs> oh, excuse me, scooter. a scooter. And so he's <laughs> revving up that battery. He's getting ready to fucking bust off. It's just with another. Big old rebel yell. He shoots the door because he knows his bike will not get up enough torque to go through the door. So he has to fucking gimmick it first and shoot fucking holes in it. Goes through the door. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Is it mosquitoes? What's happening here? How many CCs is this motherfucker? And then like like Banshee from the X-Men, he lets out a rebel yell that propels his fucking motorcycle. Because there's no ramp anywhere. No. And he just flies <laughs> over the top of these cars. He must have blown a vocal cord. Because his fucking he scooter. Kept... You know, his scooter turned into a, like a dirt bike. <laughs> it did, <laughs> literally. It did. But if he if he didn't blow that vocal cord, he could have just kept flying away. Like, I, I'm pretty sure. Because what, what was going to stop him? What was going to stop him? You know who's going to stop him? Sonny. Yeah. Because Sonny was listening on the police band radio, so he made a beeline for there, too. Because he's like, look, this is my responsibility. I caused all this, so I'm going to bring this motherfucker in. Yeah. So he's, he's coming down the one road as uh, fucking Reb is going down yeah. the same one and road in opposite turns directions. around in that fucking Lamborghini, where the fuck it was. What a piece of shit. And uh, Reb, he's working on pure instinct now. And if you're a bad guy, you instinctively, you're in trouble. You instinctively go to the wharves. Obviously. So that's where he goes. And they go, it's like a dry dock where they're like working on boats and shit. And he just... Sonny sees him, stops. He's like, he's hiding. Reb's yeah, hiding. Reb gets up on, you, like you said, a dry docked boat, and he's he's up there. They're doing a little peekaboo shooting where, you know, they're just popping out, two shots, hiding. And eventually, you know, they're they're doing it like duck season, rabbit season, duck season. And then fucking uh, Sonny pulls the old, no, it's rabbit season. And he goes, yes, it is rabbit season. So he pops out, and uh, Sonny manages to shoot him once. Reb silently takes the bullet. <laughs> 
doesn't make a noise. So Sonny's like, oh, I killed him. Waits, one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000. Starts walking up on the boat. He's sneaking, sneaking. Doesn't want to get blood on his shoes, I imagine, right, as well. Nice leather shoes, yeah. Yeah. And so he gets up there, and fucking out of nowhere, fucking Reb comes out. The last rebel <laughs> yell. Oh. And he's like strangling Sonny. And Sonny, it's like, he's goner. It's, it's it. But, oh, Sonny remembers his sweet little ankle. He doesn't wear socks, but he does wear an ankle fucking uh, holster. Yeah. And he's got his, his little pea shooter. Shoots Reb three times. Mm-hmm. Reb gives out another fucking monstrous rebel yell. Yeah, he backs up like four steps, and he's looking and just observing these new gunshot wounds, and he's realizing this is my last ride. I'm going to Valhalla, and he's going. He's taking someone with him, so he grabs Sonny. They go over, get another awful fucking slow motion stunt doubles that we totally see your stunt doubles. Yeah, the one banged his head on the <laughs> yeah, boat. So yeah. I was like, I hope that was a double. <laughs> and then we just see then they splash in the water, and then we see Reb's bodies in a dead man's float just yep. come to the top. Perfect. Sonny comes out. He's like, oh, fuck. I just ruined this fucking linen suit. What the fuck? Oh, leather shoes. He, he fucking dumps the water out of his shoe. And then next thing you know, he's back at the hospital. Rico's perfectly fine now. He's just got the fucking bandage around the head. Yep. He's already back to his ways. He's like dictating police out on the on patrol and everything. You know, he's doing he's doing it all. It's... Yeah, and then we see a little somber Sonny, and he's just like, "What are we doing here?" And it's like these these monsters on the, like, why he's just getting really existential on us. Yeah. He's getting very Nietzsche on us. He was, yeah. Apparently, when he killed Reb, and Reb yelled into his face like he, <laughs> he transferred his soul into a little bit. I think a little bit. Maybe that that they should have taken. Well, maybe that. that good. That'll make Sonny a better person. Like if they want to do like a Baywatch, like a Miami Vice, Vice Knights type thing, where Reb actually did inhabit his body. <laughs> you know, I'd be into that. I would too. Yeah. And Sonny's just like, what are we doing this for? And the, the, these monsters and like Tubbs just sets him straight. It's like, look, we're both monsters. And he's like, yeah, we kind of are, but we're better shots. And they go, ha, 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 they high five. Yeah. And nice happy day ending. Do, 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 do. So they just justify that they murder people. <laughs> Qualified immunity? Is that what it's called? No. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, my God. Well, Murray, great fucking tippy tap. Miami it's Vice. great with Reb. Great, great shit. I, I hope to find, I love, I love finding like our, our B actors just popping up in these shows. Have we done the happy, we did the happy, wait, we did do the happy days Never with Reb in it, no. but I think he only has like a second in it. Yeah, I think. Either way, no. we might have was to look unha- into it. I know he was on Three's Company. Was he on Happy Days? Too? He was on Happy Days because okay. he, uh, he was supposed to box Ralph. Oh. And of course, Ralph finds the courage to box Reb and beats Reb up. Well, of course he did because the devil took him or whatever. Molag. Molag died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all, all right. right. There you have it. Another tippy tap in the books. Yeah. Hope you enjoy it, and we'll be back for another one. Yep. <laughs>